0: Welcome everyone. This is Russ Gausel, Chronicles of the End Times. I hope you're doing well today and growing in the Lord Jesus Christ and in fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Today we're going to talk about a friend of God. In this world of growing hate, war in Israel, rumors of more wars in the Middle East, Russia and the Ukraine at war, our capital Washington D.C. on our political structure. In disarray. What is the most important thing we should be doing? And those of you who have been listening to me for a long time, you know I'm not a sensationalist. I just don't grab a hold of a headline and try to grab listeners. I believe in the truth. My ministry is to declare the things that are going on, the things that God has declared would happen in Bible prophecy, to keep our eyes upon Him and know that, yes, our salvation is drawing near. But we also have a mission. I'd like us to look in Genesis chapter 18, a chapter that maybe some of you are quite familiar with. It's when Abraham was talking to the Lord and the two angels before they went to Sodom and Gomorrah to see what was going on in that town. It's interesting to see what God is saying about Abraham, and it has a lot to do with The Word of God and what God speaks to us. In the Gospel of John, chapter 16, Jesus is praying. He's praying to the Father and he's talking to his disciples. These are some of the last words and instructions he gives them before his crucifixion. He says, I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, he will speak only what he hears and he will tell you what is yet to come. I love this story in chapter 18 and 19 because it shows how much the Lord Jesus Christ wants us to know what's going on. He wants to teach us. Those of us who know him, he does not call us servants any longer, but he calls us friends. And he reminds us that we have not chosen him. He has chosen us. So let's look at chapter 18. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent in the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw 3 men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from his entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, "If I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought, and then you may wash your feet." And rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed, and then go on your way. Now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered, do as you say. So here Abraham sees the angels. He recognizes the Lord. He bows to the ground, and his desire is to fellowship with them and to give them some of what he has to share. And the Lord accepts, because the Lord loves fellowship. And he knew in his heart that he wanted to have a conversation with Abraham, just like he likes to have conversations with you and I. This is where he promises that Abraham will have a son. But we're going to look a little further on and pick it up in verse 16. When the men got up to leave, they looked down towards Sodom, and Abraham walked along with them to see them on their way. Then the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on the earth will be blessed through him. For I have chosen him, so that he will direct his children and his household after him to keep the way of the Lord by doing what is right and just, so that the Lord will bring about for Abraham what he has promised for him. Then the Lord said, The outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is so great, and their sin so grievous, That I will go down and see if what they have done is as bad as the outcry that has reached me. If not, I will know. I love this line where the Lord is looking at Abraham and he's thinking, Shall I hide from Abraham what I'm about to do? And he decides that he's not going to. He's going to reveal to Abraham what his plans are. And that's what Jesus is telling us in the Gospel of John that he will reveal that the Holy Spirit will reveal even the things that are to come. God is a sharing and caring God. He has created all the angels. He has created the principalities and powers, and even those that have turned against Him and are now in the darkness, because He's a sharer. God could run the whole universe by Himself, but He decided to create angels And to create principalities and powers and give them responsibilities in spiritual places because God is a sharer. He builds things, He makes things, and He wants to share them. This is a real indication of the amazing love that God has for His creation. That's the heart of God, the love of God is to share, to pour Himself out as Jesus did for us. That's love, sacrifice, and sharing His kingdom when he doesn't have to, but he has decided in his heart that he wants to share his great love with his creation. So the Lord tells Abraham what's about to happen. He says, I'm going to go down and see this city. I'm going to send my angels there, and they're going to check it out. And if it's as bad as I feel it is, then I'm going to have to destroy it. And here's where we are today. We're in a world that's filled with hate, all kinds of problems. We could talk about it all day and all night but it won't do us any good. The only thing that'll do us good is intercession, praying for those who are bent on evil, praying for those who are lost and on their way to hell. This is what Abraham does. And I'm sure many of you are familiar with it. And we're going to end this podcast with this. Here's Abraham interceding for the sinful men and women in Sodom and Gomorrah. The men turned away and went towards Sodom. But Abraham remained standing before the Lord. Then Abraham approached him and said, Will you sweep away the righteous with the wicked? What if there are fifty righteous people in the city? Will you sweep it away and not spare the place for the sake of the fifty? Far be it from you to do such a thing, to kill the righteous with the wicked, treating the righteous and the wicked alike. Far be it from you. Will not the judge of all the earth do right? Folks, if that's not talking about the catching away of the church, I don't know what is. God is not going to punish the righteous with the wicked. Yes, we will be persecuted. That's a promise. We've been told that. Jesus said it himself. They hate me, they're going to hate you. Yes, there will be persecution, but there will not be judgment. Abraham continues All the way down to the number 10. Let's read the end of the chapter. Abraham said, May the Lord not be angry, but let me speak just one more time. What if only 10 can be found? The Lord answered, For the sake of the 10, I will not destroy it. When the Lord had finished speaking with Abraham, he left and Abraham returned home. What a great story of intercession! Not only is it a great story on Abraham's part, crying out to God for mercy but God's willingness to show mercy, that even if there was only 10 people in these two cities, he would spare them. Does that tell you what the world is going to be like as we come down to the close of this age? If God is going to do what we read about in the book of Revelation and in the ancient prophets, then this world has got to be pretty bad. If he's going to do what he did in the days of Noah, then the evil must be so deep and reach to the skies, but he will not destroy it if there are at least a few there. But as we know, he had to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And as we read in the book of Revelation, we know the devastation that is to come. So what are we to take out of this? The system is on its way to hell. There's no saving the system, but there is saving the people. And that's what Abraham was interested in. He wasn't interested in the town. He wasn't interested in their politics. He was interested in the individuals, the people, and that's what you and I need to be. We need to be Abraham's and we need to seek the Lord. And those that say, Hey Russ, you know, why are we talking about the end times? You know, we just need to live from day to day and there's enough evil in that. And I understand that kind of thinking, but I also understand that Jesus said that the Holy Spirit would show us the things that are to come. And I also understand that here The Lord said, I'm not going to withhold from Abraham what I am about to do. That should inspire us. We know the truth. We know what's coming. So let's intercede, not only for those we love, but maybe for those we don't care much for, because that's the mission of Jesus Christ. That's our mission. We have the ministry of reconciliation. I hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a great holiday celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ and the fact that God is with us. What an amazing story! If you'd like to share a great book with your children or grandchildren, the search for Christmas is now available. It's a graphic novel, audiobook and ebook and it also has a soundtrack. You can buy it on Amazon or if you want to support our nonprofit organization, we'd appreciate that. Go to lighthousestageproductions.com and check it out. You'll be blessed. It's a great story. This is Russ Galza for Chronicles of the End Times. God bless. Keep looking up. The King is coming.